I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 133 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I am closing out the week strong and starting off the new month with a solid guest for you today. It is a Frogman Friday on the podcast, and I have the extreme honor of having former Navy SEAL Commander Mark Devine joining me here in just a minute, so please stick around for the interview. And lock it in for Sunday. It'll be my first ever Sunday podcast. I have a very special Super Bowl podcast coming out. I had the pleasure of being on the field with the players in Atlanta for Media Day, and I will be detailing my entire experience playing all the clips from the NFL dads who are playing in Super Bowl 53, including Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, Aaron Donald, and so many more. So please, don't miss it. Start your Super Bowl Sunday off right with me right here on a good note by celebrating fatherhood. So lock it in for that one. It's going to be something special. Next week, I will have another awesome group of dads joining me here, including the king of social media, Brandon Hampton, American strongman slingshot creator Mark Bell, as well as former Navy SEAL Stu Smith. So bring it right back here next week, and please pass the word around to all the dads in your neighborhood or in your contact list about First Class Fatherhood. Let's keep this fatherhood celebration rolling right along. And for you dads out there who are in the market for a badass-looking watch, be sure to get over there and check out the Valor Collection of timepieces over at nfwonline.com. The link is in the description of this podcast episode, or you can visit them, nfwonline.com. And be sure to use my promo code FATHER, and you're going to save 15% off your entire order. You're going to get free domestic shipping, and 50 bucks is going to go right to Honor Flight, which is helping our World War II veterans. All right, and speaking of veterans, let me hit you guys with a quick little spot here, and I'll be right back with former Navy SEAL Commander Mark Devine. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Today's interview is being brought to you by SeatGeek. Get over to SeatGeek.com today or download their app. You're going to get $20 off your tickets to any event on their site, sporting event, concert, Broadway show, whatever you like. You use my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and you're going to get $20 off your tickets over at SeatGeek.com. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father, He graduated number one in his BUDS class, that's basic underwater demolition SEAL training class, to become a United States Navy SEAL. He served with SEAL Team 3, SEAL Delivery Team 1. He spent 20 years as a frogman retiring as a commander. He owns a company called SEAL Fit, hosts a podcast called The Unbeatable Mind. He's a best-selling author. The list goes on and on. It is a big honor for me to say, Mark Devine, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be on. All right, here we go. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? Well, let's see. I've got um, two stepdaughters who are fully grown up. One of them is actually a parent, so they're like 41 and 43, I think. Don't quote me on that. And then um, I have an adopted son who's 19. So 
California family. Got to love it. One thing that I would like to ask you, Mark, uh, since you have adopted a child, uh, for maybe some of my listeners out there who have adopted or are considering to adopt a child, when did you decide to tell your son that he was adopted, and how did that work out, and when do you recommend that other dads that are in that position do the same? Yeah, great question. Uh, we told him as, you know, as early as we thought he would understand, and we made it a really exciting story for him. Right. We told the story about how we discovered, you know, that he was um, going to be our child and that we flew over to Hawaii from California and we waited for him. And we had, you know, we had this whole story around um, around it. And, you know, that his parents, his, you know, biological parents loved him, but, you know, he was meant to be our parent and stuff like that. My mom, my, my, my wife, don't tell her I called her my mom. That's a whole <laughs> different issue. Um, she, she was really good about it, and and uh, and we both dialogued a lot with him. It's been you know it's been a very open conversation, you know, forever. And every once in a while, he'll ask a question, you know, just randomly, and um, about you know, like he didn't really lock on that he had a sister until he was in his teens, and then he started asking about her. And, and um, every once in a while, Sandy will say, "Hey, do you have any interest in meeting? You know, you're you're." Uh, first parents and he's like no yeah nah not ready you're my parents you know he's very well adjusted and so that's my i guess back to the recommendation you know have open communication this is really good practice by the way to have like heartfelt communications with your children whether they're adoptive or not about what's going on in their life and you know that's a that's a whole developmental tool that we teach is like really really just slow down and be present with your kids and find out what's making them tick. And um, and so if you have an adopted kid, the sooner you can have that conversation and, and make it a positive thing, the more they'll feel grounded and okay with this. Now, I'm not suggesting that there aren't other issues. You know, I think my son has deals with a little esteem issues because of the, you know, that deep abandonment. And that's probably in utero stuff that happens, you know, um, that we don't really understand at a deep psychic level, you know? So those are things that he's, he's been, you know, he's been in therapy for years, actually. This is great. It's another thing. My wife's a therapist, so we don't look at therapy as, oh, you're broken, go to therapy. We look at it as like emotional coaching. So he's had an emotional coach for um, several years and actually had an appointment today. He is fine with it. He actually loves going, you know? So it's a very growth-oriented and open kid. And I think that's largely because we had these open conversations with him, you know, from a very young age. He was talking about things that were, we thought would be important to him. Yeah, it's so cool, Mark, because one of the biggest problems that we're facing in this country right now is the fatherless household. So many kids are growing up without a father figure. So um, I wish that there would be more people like you and your family that step up to the plate and adopt a child, someone that needs a home, needs a father figure in their life. And I just think that in general, if we would just, uh, you know, start to nourish our family units and strengthen our family values in this country again, I think most of the problems that we're facing would really start to dissolve. Yeah, I think you're right. And, not, you know, maybe we have to look at the family unit as a little bit different, you know, for like Sydney and Kathy, you know, they, they had to, they went without a father. So their, um, their grandfather filled that role until I came along. And, you know, until he passed away this year, you know, they had an incredible relationship with their grandfather, you know, so people, you know, if you're a, um, you know, single mother to try to find that 
father figure somehow in the community. It could be a church leader or, or an athletic coach or, you know, just someone in the neighborhood is strong. But I think the kids do need to see a positive examples of manhood and, 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 um, and men being strong, you know what I mean? Not like bully strong, but like strong the way you and I understand it, you know? Embracing the masculinity while also being able to be um, fully embrace the soft side, you know, the, the heart side of things. And I think that's really the future of, you know, how you be a good father and a good man. And then, you know, the women can, you know, maybe go back to being really women and not having to be both women and men, you know? <laughs> Well said. All right, Mark, let me jump right into this here because I think it's fascinating. You went from working in the corporate world and doing very well for yourself. You dropped it all to go and pursue a completely different career. You went on to BUDS training, and you didn't just graduate BUDS. You, you were the honor man of the class. You became a Navy SEAL. There are so many dads that are out there right now working in jobs that they hate, but they feel like they're kind of stuck there. They have this fear of letting down their family to go and pursue something that they may really enjoy. So uh, what type of advice do you have for the dads that are out there listening uh, that would love to pursue a completely different career instead of the one that they're trapped in and that they hate? Yeah, that's such an excellent question and such a challenge. You know, at the highest level, what I would say is that, you know, if you're not doing what you're meant to do, meaning if you're not in alignment with your calling or your purpose in life, then you're going to find that your life is miserable. Ultimately, you're never going to have fulfillment or peace of mind or true happiness. And you may think that you're doing it for your family, but what you're really doing is hurting your family. And that's hard to let, wrap your head around because practically speaking, yes, you need to earn the money and yes, you need to, you know, to provide shelter. Um, but when you, what I've found is when you start to align with what your true calling is in life and what's going to fire you up and you're going to be super passionate about, you know, for me, it was to be a Navy SEAL and, and then to teach SEALs and now to teach others in these principles, you know, the money just starts flowing at you and, um, the universe has a way of kind of supporting you. You know what I mean? I know that sounds a little esoteric, but it's just true, right? There's some, some principle there that we don't really understand. If you're working against the flow of your life energy and where you're, you know, doing, you know, if you're working against what you're supposed to be doing and what your talents are, then everything's a struggle. But once you kind of figure out the path and you begin to take bold steps in that direction, then everything starts to get easy for you. It's just a really interesting uh, thing. All right. It is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. So I would say to the dads who are listening who are unhappy or unsatisfied in their job is, you know, get clear about what it is you do want and what it is that you are uniquely qualified to do, and then take some bold steps in that direction. Now, we live in a world now where it's a lot easier to do, actually, than it was when I did it in 1988, 89, because of the gig economy, and there's so many ways that you can start things on the side without jeopardizing your current job, you know, your current career. I mean, I literally had to quit my job at Payne Weber and I started, you know, um, training as a personal trainer at a Brooklyn gym. And that was six months before I even got accepted to the SEALs. And I started to go into debt. And if my roommate hadn't lent me money, my family didn't have anything to do with it. But my roommate lent me money. And I'm very, to this day, grateful for him because he allowed it to happen. But, you know, 
if it was today, I'd be out driving an Uber. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I do, Mark. Boom. You, know, you see what I'm saying? So it's a lot easier today. And so, so people have a, a, lot, a lot fewer excuses, you know, to be able to start their moving toward their passionate, you know, life career, life, you know, calling type thing. And, you know, there's literally 110,000 different side, you know, hustles or gigs that they can do to make money while you're trying to figure the main thing out. You know, so go boldly in that direction and let things start to line up for you. Because otherwise, you can't wait around for the perfect opportunity, the perfect thing, because you won't be learning and growing, right? So you won't become, be, you won't be becoming the type of person who's worthy of fulfilling that calling. Only by boldly moving toward it and failing your way forward will you actually grow into the type of person who's suddenly ready to make that leap entirely. Well said. Yeah, it's incredible what you do. Uh, that, that's why I love listening to your podcast, the Unbeatable Mind podcast with Mark Devine. Uh, you cover some great topics. You have some amazing guests on there. Uh, where do you plan on taking the podcast in the future? So yeah, the, I, I'd like to take the podcast to more like a YouTube channel uh, video podcast. Uh, that's a whole nother level of logistical complexity. So that, that'll be an initiative for later this year because i got a bunch of other you know, things going on with our business, um, you know, trying to ramp up our corporate training and leadership training for teams and organizations. And um, so that's it. I'm writing a couple more books right now. I'm working on a book about elite team building and one for younger leaders, you know, like um, – you know, people really just kind of heading into the workforce or making a major transition, trying to figure out how to really focus better and declutter and simplify their lives and, you know, use their whole mind. You know, unbeatable mind is kind of like synonymous with whole mind. And so we've got a lot of training um, around how to tap into a deeper level of uh, instinctual, intuitive thinking and and uh, deepen your awareness and evolve your consciousness, that type of stuff. So I want to teach the next generation these skills. So, you know, because they're the ones that are going to change the world, right? We're, we have a lot of problems, and but they can all be solved, but it'll take a generation to do that. So we want to, you know, I want to help the next generation really up-level their mental operating system so that they're making good decisions for the good of humanity, you know? Yeah, I will include a link to your podcast in the description of this podcast episode, as well as the link to Seal Fit. This way, my listeners can just tap the link and get on over there and find out more about it. All right, you've accomplished so much in your life. What kind of goals do you have for yourself? What's next for Mark Devine? Well, I, I set a last year I set a 25-year vision and mission to train 100 million world-centric leaders who, you know, through this integrated development program. Uh, unbeatable mind and, and future versions of it, and uh, that's a that's a pretty big vision and a pretty big goal. But I also know that it's attainable. At the same time, Alex, uh, or I say that you know the energy that that brings to me is that I have to get you know like even more serious about becoming the person who's worthy of fulfilling that vision and that mission. So I'm you know, continuing to double down on my own training, my own development, you know, I'm on a six month like quest for the next layer of my own emotional development, you know, going through a multitude of trainings, you know, I'm going to Hawaii on a, for a, a communication seminar in a, a week. And then I'm going to go back to um, a eight day meditation retreat and Mahamudra meditation. And then I'm going to go to this deep, you know, emotional 
uh, family of origin type training called the Hoffman Process in May, you know, and, and all this is uh, accompanied with a deep cleanse of, you know, no alcohol, no, you know, no sugar, just, you know, really, really clean. So that's like how I'm kicking off this year and just kind of catapult me forward um, so I can finish these books with clarity and, and, um, and then, you know, and that's just kind of the beginning, right? So I've got this, um, this intense desire to continue my own growth and not, you know, because I want to um, hide from the world, but because I want to serve in a bigger and more powerful capacity, you know, so self-mastery precedes service, right? And so the service part, I'm comfortable with, I've been doing, you know, I feel like that's going to follow the mastery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So th that's why I keep on, that's what's driving me every day. You know, if there's anything that keeps me awake at night, it's like, okay, well, how am I doing and how can I improve my own development and, um, you know, get 1% better every day. And I, so I prioritize it, you know, the things that I do to, to work on myself are as, come before the things that I do to, satisfy everyone else's needs. And frankly, yeah. I think that's an important principle that everyone could, you know, learn from is like, you got to take care of yourself and improve yourself. And as you do that, then you bring more of yourself to your team and to your children. And, uh, and they notice it really quickly when you, if you don't prioritize yourself and you're scattered and frazzled and running around and not taking care of your body and not training your mind, then you're not going to be as present. You're not going to be as clear. You're not going to make good decisions and, and you're not able to serve those people as well. Yeah, I love that philosophy. And I'm so glad that you and, and, and so many of the SEALs are out of the shadows now and that, uh, you know, civilians like me, I mean, I know you guys catch hell for it sometimes, but, uh, you know, being out in the pop culture, but it's really a blessing for guys like me, civilian guys that have access to your mindsets, to be able to follow you on social media. I wish more people, especially the younger guys, would follow people like you because uh, there, there's so much knowledge that you guys pass along for free. And uh, there's so much poison out there on social media that can really destroy a young mindset. I agree. That's true. All right. Last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Mark. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice could you give to that new dad or to that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Uh, well, I think we've talked about it. Take care of yourself and then just learn to be present. Prioritize both your, your wife and your son, assuming there's a wife and um, or kid, not son but your wife and your kid and make sure you're giving them enough time and attention in presence you know what i mean just being you know instead of always doing or distracted you know on your iphone or you know whatever it is that distracts you so learn to become less distracted and to be able to be more present that's really what kids want and need they just want you to be hang out with them and do whatever you know without you thinking about something else or being distracted on a phone call you know, I, I honestly think they'd rather have you for a half an hour just, like, coloring with them than, you know, being at every single soccer game if you were on their phone working on business, you know. Well said. I love the advice. Mark Devine, it has really been an honor for me to have an opportunity to speak with you here today. Uh, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. We are, Alex. Thanks very much. Thanks for doing what you do. All right. We'll be right back after a quick spot.
Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you to Navy SEAL Commander Mark Devine for giving me a few minutes of his time. How cool was that? Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me a DM over on Instagram or shoot me a message on Facebook. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback and lock it into the podcast. You do not want to miss my special episode coming on Sunday. It's a special Super Bowl Sunday podcast. You're going to hear from all the big names that you're going to see in Super Bowl 53, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, Aaron Donald, Bill Belichick. I had a chance to speak with all of them. I learned many lessons in my trip, and I will detail everything, my entire experience, in a special episode on Sunday. So lock it in, download the episode, kick off your Super Bowl Sunday with style celebrating fatherhood right here with me. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half-truths and tales As tall as a tree's But a salt feeling